0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. I look around the world today. I I watch TV. I look at social media. I see all of the political problems that are going on in the world today. And sometimes I say to myself, Lord, why are you allowing all of this? Lord, I think it would just be better if you just got rid of all of the crazies in the world. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know who I'm talking about, by the way? Yeah. Sometimes you look around and you just go, I think life would be better if Jesus, if you just uproot and just got rid of these crazy people in the world today. Just turn on the news. Life would just be better. Life would just be easier. In a personal way, we can even go as far as to say, you know what, Lord, my life would be much easier if you just got rid of my mother-in-law too. (laughs) Really. Or if you got rid of this person in my life, or if this person wasn't in my way, my life would just be better. If I didn't have this financial problem, my life would just be better. If I didn't have this illness, my life would be better. And we can go down this list. And there is this never-ending feeling of never being at peace. And just like in the gospel today, we see that in the kingdom of God, which is technically taking place here on earth, that God does allow weeds among the wheat. Now, it's very clear Jesus makes it very clear that we need to be able to identify first what are the weeds and where does it come from? Because what the devil likes to do, who is the one that plants the weeds, he likes to make us turn on God and say, God, you're the one that planted these weeds. It's your fault. You are the one that is doing all of these bad things. And we really do at times, in our weakness, we do turn to God and we want to blame God. In our suffering and in our difficulties, we have to find somebody to blame. And who's the easiest to blame? It's God. In the parable, those who go to, to gather the wheat they turn to the man, the the householder, the the man that sows these, these good seeds, and they say, didn't you sow good seeds? What happened then? This is us, who turn on God and say, God, didn't you sow good seeds? What are you doing? Where are you? And he says... And then they say to him, should we go and should we uproot all of the weeds? Should we just go and knock them all out and just take them all out? And he says, no, no. Leave them. Leave the weeds to grow with the wheat. Why? This is the question. Why evil? Why is there evil? Why is there sin? Why is there suffering? Why is there pain? Why is there any of this? God says, leave it. I allow it. Now, this battle, this understanding of good and evil in the world today will either lead us to God or, which is what it does for many people who claim to be atheists, it makes them turn away from God. The problem of suffering in life, evil, sin, oftentimes leads people to run away from God, to become atheists and say, you know what, because there's evil, because there's suffering, because there's all of this, then there is no God. How can I believe in a God who does these things? Key word, who does these things. You and I as Catholics, we have to understand that God does not do evil But in his wisdom, because his ways are not our ways, he's allowed evil. But guess what, guys? Guess what the devil does? The devil doesn't allow us to see how you and I are actually participating in evil. He makes us just look at God and we forget that you and I have a choice. He makes us forget that you and I Either we cooperate with the devil or we're cooperating with God. And so if there's anybody to be blamed here, it's not God, it's man. And unfortunately, we don't like that there are consequences to our actions. We want to be able to choose evil and not deal with the consequences of our actions. And what we don't realize is that even the littlest choice in evil The littlest sin that we commit, we're giving power to the devil. And guess what? It affects the whole entire world. It doesn't just affect my world. It affects the whole entire world. So the crazies out in the world today that are doing all these crazy things, that are trying to pervert the family, that are trying to pervert traditional marriage, that are trying to pervert our society, we don't realize that even our own personal sins... Are somehow, some way, giving power to these people. That you and I have a role to play in all of this. Now, God, in His wisdom, because He's so good and because He's so amazing, because He's God, He, He takes the evil and He can bring something good from it. That's the only reason why God allows evil. That's the only reason why God even allows us to be tempted. Sometimes we say to ourselves, man, I'd be, I'd be greater than Padre Pio if I didn't have any temptations. I don't even want to deal with being tempted to do sin like God. I don't even want these temptations. I just want to be good. And oftentimes because we have to deal with temptations or because we have to deal with struggles and, and, and difficulties, we, we want to give up. We want to say, God, you're not helping me here. God, you're not doing anything here. I just want to give up. Now, what we don't realize is that in all of this, God is making saints out of us. He allows the evil. He allows the temptations. He allows the illnesses. He allows all of this because he wants us to choose him. He wants us to become dependent on him. See, God would rather us be imperfect, falling into difficulties, falling into sins, having difficulties, and be dependent on Him and turn to Him, rather than us being perfect and never falling into any sins and having a perfect life, but never turning to Him. And this is what can happen. When life is too good, when everything is perfect, when I have nothing to struggle with, who goes out the door? Who goes out the window? God. This is who we forget immediately. And God would rather us battle with evil, not because he wants it, not because he chose it, but because man chose it. And he says, you know what? I'm going to bring something beautiful out of it. Look at all of the lies of the saints. All of them suffered great difficulties, great trials, great temptations even. Guess what, guys? Saint Therese. We felt, we celebrated her feast yesterday, the little flower. We can overly, like, romanticize Saint Therese as being this cute little sweet saint who talked about sending roses to people. What we don't realize is that St. Therese, actually, at the end of her life, she struggled with thoughts and temptations of atheism, to believe that there was no God. This is St. Therese we're talking about. St. Therese, on her deathbed, mind you, do you know how St. Therese died at the age of 24 years old? Do you know how she died? She died from tuberculosis. Her lungs were filled with blood, and she'd cough up blood. Imagine, suffocating from coughing up blood. Now in this, the devil wanted to make her believe that because of this, there was no God. That, that all of this pain and all of this suffering and all of this temptations and all of this that she's going through, there's no God. God has left you. There is no heaven. You're going to die, and you're going to die into nothingness. There's nothing after this life. These were her thoughts on her deathbed. Now, we're talking about a saint here. See, in our minds, we think, in order to be a saint, you're not going to have any of these problems. You're not going to have any of these struggles. What we don't realize is that it's in these struggles that we become saints. Now, how did she overcome these thoughts of there is no God? She's genius, my brothers and sisters. She was a genius, 24 years old, and she was a complete genius. And that's why she's actually called the doctor. She's a doctor of the church. Which means that the popes and the bishops look to her writings to understand the faith greater. Do you know what she said? She said, the fact that there is such a powerful entity trying to make me believe that God is not real actually proves to me that god is real do you understand what i just said she says the fact that there's something that's making me believe that god is not real proves to me that one there's the, the devil is real the fact that i feel this evil i feel this evil that's trying to make me turn against my god proves to me that there is a god wow mike drop Unbelievable. She allowed the devil and his tricks to make him crumble. He thought he was going to win. She turned to God. And God gave her strength. Just like St. Paul says today in the reading. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The point, my brothers and sisters, is that all of the evils and all of the difficulties is that God is making us turn to him for strength, not to ourselves, not to be self-sufficient. God doesn't want us to be self-sufficient. God wants us to be sufficient in him. And so whatever it is that's in our life that's making us think that God is not real or that God has left me or that I can't do this or that I can never be a saint because of all of these things, God is saying it's because of these things that I'm making you a saint. This is part of your story. This is how I want you to be a saint. St. Paul says, you know what? I've had abundance and I've been in need. I've been healthy and I've been sick. And in all of these, he says, I've learned... To be content because my strength comes from Christ. So we can, my brothers and sisters, we can, in the midst of our difficulties, in the midst of our trials, we can either turn away from God and blame God, or we can turn to God and say, God, you're all I have. I have nothing without you. And whether I'm weak or whether I'm strong, whether I've got all of these, these great virtues or whether I'm falling into sin or whether I've got money or I, I'm poor or whether I have health or whether I'm, I'm unhealthy and all of this, Lord, all I want is to depend on you. And those, my brothers and sisters, are the ones that in the very end, they are the ones that turn out to be the wheat. not Not those who never had the weeds there. The weeds are going to be there. But it's those who are going to endure to the very end. That's what God wants. That we never give up. That we keep running back to Him to depend on Him. No matter what happens. No matter how much we fall. No matter how much we suffer. No matter what happens. That we never give up. And that we depend on Him. And in doing that, my brothers and sisters, He will use our story. and He will bring something so beautiful out of all of the little things and the big things. If we can get over ourselves, if we can get over our pride, if we can get over our selfishness, we'll be able to see what God can do with all of the things in our lives, all of the weeds. But we need humility. We need to be weak so that he can be strong. Amen? Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.